Good morning, Transformation Radio. It is Monday morning. We got some songs, scripture, and a devotional from Pastor Greg Delaney to get your day started. Here is Hawk Nelson with Sold Out. Tyler, uh, in second phase, I just want to give a shout out to uh, Nick Miller. Um, every time I see him, he's asked how I was doing, make sure I was doing all right, if I needed anything. Uh, I just want to th- th- say thanks, and I look at look up to you as a role model. 
And I just want to give a shout out to the refuge as a whole for uh, praying for my son when he was in surgery. Thanks, guys. Love you. Hi, my name's Kyle Copeland, coach third phase. I want to affirm Danny Souter and Tyler Sloan. You guys have had some some struggles, and I'm proud of you guys for for making it over the hurdles and the and the bounds and keep going at it. New Testament reading today comes from John chapter eight verses thirty one through fifty nine. Jesus said to the people who believed in him, You are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. But we are descendants of Abraham, they said. We have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean you will be set free? Jesus replied, I tell you the truth, everyone who sins is a slave of sin. A slave is not a permanent member of the family, but a son is part of the family. Forever. Son is part of the family forever. So if the Son sets you free, you are truly free. Yes, I realize that you are descendants of Abraham, and yet some of you are trying to kill me because there is no room in your hearts for my message. I am telling you what I saw when I I was with the Father, But but you are following the advice of your father. Our father is Abraham, they declared. No, Jesus replied, for if you were really the children of Abraham, you would follow his example. Instead, you are trying to kill me because I told you the truth, which I heard from God. Abraham never did such a thing. No, you are imitating your real father. They replied, we aren't illegitimate children. God himself is our true father. Jesus told them, if God were your father, you would love me because I have come to you from God. I am not here on my own, but he sent me. Why can't you understand what I'm saying? It's because you can't even hear me. For you are the children of your father, the devil. And you love to do the evil things he does. He was a murderer from the beginning. He has always hated the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he lies, it is consistent with his character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. So when I tell the truth, you just naturally don't believe me. Which of you can truthfully accuse me of sin? And since I am telling you the truth, why don't you believe me? Anyone who belongs to God listens gladly to the words of God. But you don't listen because you don't belong to God. The people retorted, You Samaritan devil, didn't we say all along that you were possessed by a demon? No, Jesus said, I have no demon in me, for I honor my father, and you dishonor me. And though I have no wish to glorify myself, God is always going to glorify me. He is the true judge. I tell you the truth, anyone who obeys my teachings will never die. The people said, Now we know you are possessed by a demon. Even Abraham and the prophets died. But you say, anyone who obeys my teaching will never die. Are you greater than our father Abraham? He died, and so did the prophets. What? Who do you think you are? Jesus replied, If I want glory for myself, it doesn't count. But it is my father who will glorify me. You say he is our God, but you don't even know him. I know him. If I said otherwise, I would be as great a liar as you. But I do know him and obey him. Your father Abraham rejoiced as he looked forward to my coming. He saw it and was glad. The people said, You aren't even fifty years old. How can you say you have seen Abraham? Jesus answered, I tell you the truth. Before Abraham was even born, I am. At that point, they picked up stones to throw at him. But Jesus was hidden from them and left the temple.
something that we say when somebody's dealing with trouble is, oh, you know, remember 1 Corinthians 10, 13, you know, uh, 
God will never give you more than you can handle. And sometimes that's not exactly what we want to hear when it's messy, right? Um, you guys know that I'm a big fan of Peterson's Message Bible. I think it speaks to the recovery community, guys like me and you, uh, really well. And uh, Peterson says it this way. He says, no uh, test or temptation that comes your way is beyond the course of what others have had to face. But all you need to remember is that God will never let you down. He'll never let you be pushed past your limit. Uh, he'll always be there to help you come through it. I think the operative piece to that versus the statement that an awful lot of people say is that God will never give you more than you can handle, but they don't remind us that God will always be there to help us go through it. You know, sometimes when we are under duress and we are under stress and we are under pressure, my goodness, we sure would like for God just to take it away. But there's value in our challenges. Um, I've been feeling challenged and pressed and shaken a little bit the last couple weeks um, from a lot of different angles. And, uh, you know, in my past, I would have ran from those and drank over those. But I can trust this passage to tell me that regardless, the, the outcomes or regardless of, of where things are at the moment, that God will never let me be pushed past my limit, and God will always be there to help me come through it to the other side. And so you just got to kind of stay focused with that. But here's an interesting way to look at this, that there are probably really good reasons that God gives us almost more than we can handle when he takes us to oh right up against the limit right up against the boundary right up against the line when we got that going on man we're sitting there going gosh I know God's promised he's not gonna push me over the line but does he have to hang me over the cliff as hard as he is to where I feel like I'm just a minute from afraid bungee cord from falling into the abyss and we don't want that either so let me give you four quick things if you got a pencil piece of paper, write them down. Why in the world would God be bringing me to this place of really difficult stuff? Why would it happen? And the first thing is, is that it's likely that when we're in that space that our faith needs to grow. How about that? Our faith needs to grow. You know, we've had to learn about what this walk with the Father has uh, is all about. And we mature in it every day. And so when trials come, it really is an opportunity for us to sit there and think to ourselves, okay, I've had this trial potentially before, especially us in recovery. I've had this trial in, a, in my past, and I, and I ran and, and did something else to deal with it. Now is it my time to exercise my faith, to trust this passage of Scripture, to trust other Scriptures, to say, Lord, I'm going to give this situation to you in faith, knowing that you're faithful knowing that you love me, knowing that you uh, have my back in these situations. So maybe that's the first thing. The second thing is that sometimes we get placed in these positions where we don't have a resource, we don't have an outlet, we don't have a solution, we don't have uh, you know, any kind of alternative that's going to work. And so God's sitting there saying, I put you in this place or allowed this place for or allow this situation to come into your life in order to get you to stop being so self-reliant. So the second thing is our self-reliance maybe needs to get in check. 
So the interesting part about that is that, so our faith needs to grow, and that starts by our self-reliance, our uh, ego, our pride. Maybe it's time for it to take a back seat. Then maybe this challenge that we're uh, you know involved in or up against, maybe it's there for us to learn. You know, the character of the Father is in this passage of Scripture that I gave you. The character is that God will never let you down. That's his character. He's faithful. He'll never let you get pushed past your limit. He is uh, aware of where you're at. And he's always there to be with you through it. And so maybe this is your opportunity during this challenge or during the dark times in our our lives to sit there and go, man, what's God's character really like? Does he really live up to everything that he says he will do for me and with me and through me? And so maybe we're going through that for you to just see and and put your own faith, your own reliance to the test by testing God's character in the situation. The last piece is, is that when it's more than we can handle, feelings like it's more than we can handle, or it's bigger than us, or it's pushing us to that brink, then when we come through it, which we will come through it, then God gets all the glory. Think about your own story right now, where you're at in your journey with us at the refuge. You have family and friends and people around you that can't believe where you're at. They can't believe how far you've come. They can't believe that um, you're not the person that you used to be. And it's through that time of difficulty. It's through the time of the trial. It's through that being right up against the precipice that... Uh, has brought you to a place of change and transformation. And so now the only explanation is because you couldn't do it. You couldn't do it before. And now, thanks to God's character, thanks to his faithfulness, thanks to you putting it down and letting him have it, now he gets the glory for it. And so those are the four things. Sometimes we get pushed right up to the limit to see that our faith needs to grow, that our self-reliance needs to die, that we need to experience and have uh, validation for ourselves what God's character looks like so that when someone asks, how did we come through that, it's real easy to say, ah, it's because God. And when we can say it's because of God, then he does get all the glory. And so I hope that that helps you today, guys. I don't know if you're in a dark spot in your own gig. or Maybe you've been tested like I've been tested the last couple of weeks. Uh, But I'm going to trust those things, that it's time for my faith to grow and my um, reliance on myself to take a back seat and let God show me his character so that I can give him the glory. I pray you guys have a good week. Uh, Have a good day today, wherever you're going to be within the ministry. And for those of you listening outside the ministry, I pray that you too have a great day. God bless.
And our psalm reading today is from Psalm 112, verses 1 through 10. Praise the Lord. How joyful are those who fear the Lord and delight in obeying his commands. Their children will be successful everywhere. An entire generation of godly people will be blessed. They themselves will be wealthy and their good deeds will last forever. Light shines in the darkness for the godly. They are generous, compassionate, and righteous. God comes to those who lend money generously and conduct their business fairly. Such people will not be overcome by evil. Those who are righteous will be long remembered. They do not fear bad news. They confidently trust the Lord to care for them. They are confident and fearless and can face their foes triumphantly. They share freely and give generously to those in need. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. They will have influence and honor. Their wicked will see this and be infuriated. They will grind their teeth in anger. 
they will slink away their hopes toward it. And our reading from Proverbs is Proverbs chapter 15, verses 12 and four, 12 through 14. Mockers hate to be corrected, so they stay away from the wise. A glad heart makes a happy face. A broken heart crushes the spirit. A wise person is hungry for knowledge, while the fool feeds on trash. And we have some more affirmations today from Marty Clay and tr- friend Trevor. And then we have some music from Mercy Me. Carrying on here at Transformation Radio. Hi, this is Marty Clay from Second Phase. I'd like to affirm Alex Shotsky and Nick Miller. Love you guys. Thank you for telling me to, you know, basically just keep in the word and listen more and speak less. For that, I'm extremely grateful. Uh, glory be to God. Love you both. Hey, guys, this is Trevor Randall from Third Phase. I just want to affirm Chuck Bowman. Um, he's doing great. He took on his role as house leader, and he's killing it. And I'm happy. I'm happy for you, Chuck. Doing great. I'm proud of you, brother. Keep it up. And as we conclude this Monday edition of Transformation Radio, I'd just like to take a minute and pray for those guys that are will be at orientation and induction today, a very important day in the in the life of our ministry at the Refuge. Uh, so if you would pray with me, guys, uh, and everyone else listening out there in Radio Land, um, let's pray. Father God, thank you for today, uh, another day you have given us, Lord. And um, we pray for those gentlemen that are, are coming and for their families, Lord, uh, that they would uh, to have that clarity to see, God, that you would just draw them. And uh, as we read last week, and Jesus said, no one comes to, the, comes to me as in Jesus. No one comes to Jesus unless the Father draws them. So, Father, we're asking that you draw these men to Jesus today. And uh, you would make them your children. Call them. They would be yours, Lord. And uh, their lives would be changed. And uh, that you would be, you would get all the glory, Lord, for everything that goes on with this. We know that Nothing can happen without you. And uh, so we, we just ask for that. Ask for that draw today, that calling for these men that are coming. And uh, they would uh, be radically changed that, we, that I've seen in so many of the guys that have come through this ministry, Lord. And we know that it's through Jesus that they have been changed and, and the Holy Spirit just taking control of their lives and that submission. I thank you for that, God. Some wonderful, wonderful men that have come through this ministry. I just praise you for that. Uh, pray for safety today, for all the help that goes on. God, for the sound guy, for everything, every little small, minute detail. Everything goes smoothly, and uh, Satan's going to try his best to just <laughs> work on this today. And we pray for protection for that, that you would uh, just keep him out, Lord. And that would be, uh, the honor and glory would be all yours. Thank you for again for today and all that you're going to give us through today. And we pray this in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. All right, we have Mercy Me with Flawless. Now we'll end this Monday of Transformation Radio. Thanks for joining us, and we will see you tomorrow. There's got to be more than going back and forth. Introduce you to amazing grace. No matter the bumps, no matter the bruises, no matter the scars, still the truth is a cross has made. The cross has made you flawless.
Introduce you to grace, grace, God. 